Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Built Broadcast podcast. Um, today we've got another special edition and I am here with Love What You Do podcast, Jess Bark. Um, and we're going to do a little Bill X Love What You Do crossover and we're going to talk about education. We've not really planned it that much. Um, no. <laughs> we're just going to have a chat and probably laugh quite a lot. Um, so welcome. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> Um, Jess, maybe you should just talk about Love What You Do a little bit. Okay. Uh, so, if you haven't listened, uh, Love What You Do is a podcast where I go around the university and interview lecturers and researchers about why they love what they do, basically. Um, yeah, so I've just found some really interesting people from all different departments who are just really passionate about what they do. And I've just I kind of had a sit down chat with them about why they do it, what got into how they got into it, that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, it's it's good. It's fun. It, yeah. It's kind of it's a bit selfish, really, because I just like meeting really interesting people. So it's just an excuse to get a cup of tea and chat and talk to someone. That's so. totally fair. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they're interesting to listen to as well. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> Thanks. Um, right. Do you want? Should I go first? Go on, you go first. Should we do it like that? Okay. okay. So, oh, Amy, God, I, I, I should have prepared more. <laughs> do you maybe want to summarise what built is for people who might not know? Cause yeah, it's because it's mainly aimed at teachers and lecturers, right, rather than students. Or? It is. Yeah, it is. Um, one of the last year with our student fellows, like one of the projects that we wanted them to do, and I guess all of them kind of encompass this, but like one of them was like involving students more in their teaching and learning mm-hmm. and so they set up a Facebook page and it's got like 200 likes and um, <laughs> <Nice>. they, <laughs> and there's an Instagram as well um, and yeah that's something that we really want to work on more next year is involving students more but going back to your question yeah. what is Bill? So Bill um, it's a way of life. No. <laughs> State of mind. Yeah. <laughs> but um I guess it's it's a centre for thinking and um, being inspired um, by education. Mm-hmm. So as well as like our online provision that we have, we also give out funds as well. Yeah. Um, so we have two types of funds or maybe more than that. The two main ones are discretionary seed corn funding, um, which staff can apply for from November mm-hmm. um, and... Um, they're like little pots of money to do something innovative so like um a really amazing one last year was um two guys in histology zoe and frankie and they made a card game with the money that they got and it was like it's such a fun like snap little matching game um so like we just give pots of money for things like that yeah um and then and we've also got teaching innovation grants which are a bit more money in their longer Mm -hmm. projects um and again, they're just for like trying something new and teaching. Yeah. And then alongside that, we also like have an event series. Um, we're heavily involved in the Bristol Teaching Awards and the Best of Bristol Lectures. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of get our fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah. If that's the right phrase. Yeah, that's the right phrase, right? Yeah. I can see your face being like, I don't think this is the right metaphor. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. You have fingers in lots of pies. We try yeah. and get our fingers in all the pies. Okay. Um, <laughs> t- teaching and learning related. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, kind of, yeah. So basically that's, 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 that's film. Nice. That's the best I can do. Yeah. I like it. No, that's summarized it. Cause I kind of knew as well. Like I knew of it because of the people that I've, interviewed and yeah. who I work with and stuff and I was like I know 
of it, and I kind of roughly know what it's about, but that's nicely summarised. Yeah, so okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> if you had one thing, just like one day-to-day thing, what is it that it is varied and that not every day is Yeah, I think it's so, well, my role especially, it's so open to being creative and so, like, if you get an idea, go for it and yeah, do yeah. it. And it's also nice, like, you can throw I think built is nicely positioned that you can kind of throw out um quite radical ideas mm-hmm. um and um and that's okay like you don't have to toe the university line completely yeah, yeah. um and I think that's that's a really nice place to be I think that makes built a little bit different to other um organizations in the university because it, it can question what's going on yeah, from, yeah. from both sides um, yeah. so yeah that's yeah. Okay, so what, I don't know, what's your worst thing about it? And, like, I know this is going on your podcast, but I can't imagine, you do love your job, so it's not going to be anything bad. Sure. Yeah. What's the worst thing about it? I'd say, this isn't, like, specific to my job, um, and I mentioned this to you earlier before we started recording, but, like, definitely there's a sense, and I've worked in other educational institutions, and mm. it's the same, I think this is just a general thing, and it doesn't apply to everyone, mm. but there is definitely a sense of, like, there's the academics and mm. then everyone else, yeah. and they're kind of lumped together, and, um, yeah, and I, I don't really know how to go around that, mm. and I guess the university couldn't function without the academics and the same way it couldn't function without the students but there's definitely sometimes and it's not always it's only certain people a sense of like you're all yeah 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 yeah. can i throw that back to you what's the worst thing about being a student at bristol oh i like that um oh what is the worst thing about me you know i'd actually kind of be not in the sense of like the divide between student and lecturer although there does feel like that sometimes like Mm. that kind of divide but again maybe I feel that more as a mature student because being older I like I'll go home and say to my other half I'm more friendly with my lecturers than I am with my classmates because there is that age divide Mm. but and I imagine there probably is a divide between like academics and first years and stuff just because they're younger yeah um and I guess coming from like a teaching background as well it's kind of considered unprofessional to like befriend your students because because it's just inappropriate but um it's more the divide between the faculties which bugs me a bit because if you just study one subject you only really see that subject and you don't see everything else and that sucks because we have this giant enormous institution that you want to explore and that's why I love doing this podcast because I've been to buildings and I've spoken to people who I'd never get a chance to speak to otherwise and so I get to see the other bits of the university Mm. and they should do that like even on open days though when you go on a tour if no one in your little group is in is studying a certain subject they just won't take you to that part of the university and it's like well kind of want to see it yeah i want to see everything yeah otherwise like i'm too scared to go in certain libraries because i'm not studying that subject i'm a bit like oh, i can't go in there but i should but be there's a- no reason for you not to right no no one's gonna like look at me and be like she doesn't belong i mean they might they might but <laughs> i doubt they <laughs> but it's nice like if we could just have a mass thing and i i mean i guess coming as well it's been a while since i've been at six form but coming from that way your whole school is in one big building to then being so divided up yeah with innovation it's different because um there's only 50 of us so we all know each other in the year and you kind of know everyone in the years above you because you just see them about the place but like psychology there's 100 180 200 maybe in my year 
and I'll sit next to a different person every lecture mm. and it's and I'll probably never see him again for the rest of the year and that's weird because it feels like yeah you just that kind of isolation in a massive room of people is yeah is quite sad as well so what from a university perspective like mm. what can be done to tackle that because I've had so many students say the exact same thing yeah. as you from so many different courses this is like a, a problem across the whole uni like what, yeah. what can be done I don't know I mean I I feel like they should do more within subjects of like socializing because I know you have the societies but because they're student union run and they're student led they're not it's it almost needs to be made compulsory because okay. I know there's a certain awkwardness especially like moving to a new city and again I remember being 18 19 and being like I don't want to be like uncool and force myself on people you kind of have to like to make mm. friends and especially if you don't live in halls so if you're not meeting people because you're forced to live with them yeah it's really difficult to make mm. friends and so even if they just did little like group work projects or I guess they do but when you have three lectures a week and that's it and you don't see a lecturer yeah you kind of want someone to be like you lot mush together meet each other let's all like even if it was subject based so even if it wasn't like let's go out drinking even i don't know with like science subjects let's all go to the science museum or english let's all go to a oh, i don't know i'm gonna start generalizing subjects now let's all go to a library <laughs> you know like, <laughs> poetry reading maybe yeah there you go but you know yeah, like even yeah. if it was like school trips like when you used to go on subject school trips just something like that would yeah. be really cool so one of our student fellows last year, she um, did a year in Canada, I think it was. Yeah. And so she came back and she said the freshers week there was so good because it was not based on drinking activities and all those mm. sorts of things. What it was based on is if you have a certain interest in like the arts, then you do an arts freshers and that oh. all involves like going to theatre, going to poetry readings. Yeah. Like, and then you, you start socialising with a similar, you know, people with similar interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she said, we need to do it that way here because yeah. like for so many people like who don't drink, mm. who maybe aren't like 18 living away from home for the first time, like yeah. it's, it's actually quite an isolating experience of freshers week here yeah. because it's so like focused on those sorts of activities. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially considering one of the first almost yeah the first time I met people during Freshers Week the first question was almost what hall are you living in was it and then when you kind of go I'm not I'm older and I live with my partner and my cat on the outskirts of town they're a bit like oh okay and then they'll go find someone else and you're like well yeah sorry that must have been really hard it was difficult because I guess there is their assumptions that everyone is the of similar age and I don't know like I seem to be hung up on the age difference thing but if it was just like again mature students is grouped from 21 up and that's yeah. a big age range because yeah. I've met people in like who've retired who've then come back to uni to study something and so I don't know I don't it's hard because there's so many of us right no. and how you men are get everyone to socialize but okay so can I ask you another question yes we're flipping this on its head let's go SU living room. Yeah. I heard great things everywhere about it. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Do we need more SU living rooms in the university? Yes. Do we need like six of them? One in the faculty? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that be a really good way to help? Yes, for sure. Because the one in Senate House was awesome. But if you get there in the middle of the day, it's rammed. 
So like, what made it so awesome? I'm just so intrigued. Like <laughs> everyone loved it, and I just really want to know like what the magic recipe of it was. I think it's because it wasn't it wasn't a study area, and it wasn't a cafe, okay. and there's nowhere else like that in the uni. Like everywhere else is tables and chairs and quiet. And it had cool things. It had a foosball table and Nintendo 64s and, you know, like big, comfy, squishy sofas. And people did study in there. I know it was trying to be like a no study, but everyone always has their laptops out because we're students and that's what we spend most of our time doing. But, and they'd run like little events, like, and they'd bring cake, they'd have little bake sales or they had a hot water tap, which is quite a rare luxury in the university. Like, especially when the cafe is charged 20p for hot water, it's outrageous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I think that's why it was just okay. a nice, relaxed atmosphere. And you didn't feel like you had to be a student. And unless you want to go back to halls, you kind of met people who you wouldn't normally, because it's yeah. just whoever's hanging out. Okay. And, it, and it was like people like chatted to each other. Yeah, and... yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's still that awkwardness of talking to people you don't know Mm. but if you're all doing something like if you're watching people play nintendo you can kind of get involved in their game or if you're over watching a foosball you can like comment on people's play you know or when they do the events like i went in and they were doing plant potting and so everyone would get like a little pot of soil and they could plant some seeds and it was really cute but you do just talk to people and it definitely needs more things like that because everywhere else is kind of stuffy and a bit clinical and Mm. yeah and it's an assigned space for a certain type of activity yeah yeah and it's and again like some some um faculties do have that kind of like common room area but not all do because not i thought they were postgrads those common rooms yeah i don't know because the psychology one definitely is but um humanities on woodland road Theirs is just open, like there isn't a door to get into it. So I think you can just sit. But they have like a coffee machine and things. But it's not fun. No, no, you just want something comfy. That's it. It's it's about the comfort there yeah. and the games and it's like encouraging, like yeah. fun. The informality of it. Like Okay. Yeah. So what we need is we need like six SUs mm. games. Yeah, yeah. One for each faculty. Yeah. And then people go in and they're having that informal experience, um, but around like familiar, you know, maybe faces. Yeah. Okay. It's hard as well, though, I think, because a lot of spaces do tend to get, everyone sticks to their own little area, you know. Mm. So if a big group of people end up getting to the living room before everyone else, it'll suddenly become their space. But I think it's also just a mentality of being open and everyone's super new and everyone's really self-conscious about making friends, especially yeah. when it comes to Freshers' Week. So everyone should just be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? And yeah. then just talk. If you don't see him again, it's fine. It doesn't matter. No. So can we talk about another thing? Yeah. Which is interdisciplinarity mm-hmm. in learning. Yeah. So this came up yesterday. We did a podcast yesterday mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, climate change in the curriculum and then the Bristol Futures Open Units and mm-hmm. how a lot of those have a sustainability focus. Yeah, yeah. And then we started talking about how they're really good because it just brings people together from different disciplines. And I know you do innovation mm-hmm. and you have experience of that. Yeah. Do you think it's good or bad? I think it's good. I think it's Tell really me good. why it's good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you learn way more. I think from talking to people 
doing a degree isn't about the specific subject you study. It's about the life the life skills you learn along the way. No, but... Oh, love it. Oh, <laughs> so that <laughs> But it is, like, you don't have to go and do the job that you did your degree in, right? So, totally. And I think innovation is really good for that because you just meet people from different disciplines and you use your kind of... Everyone has a different way of thinking. So mathematicians are going to look at problem solving and things much more differently then psychologists are going to look at how people work but then geographers are going to look at the environment and everyone uses that different way of thinking to collaborate on the same project Mm -hmm. and it opens your eyes a bit more you don't get that kind of blinkers of just doing or the tunnel vision of the subject you're studying similar people do similar subjects oh yeah so if you're just stuck with people like you, you're always gonna, you're, especially because it applies to different subjects as well. So there are elements of other subjects that are super useful in my subject. So like psychology, I know an English student who is looking at how the kind of psychology and the mental kind of processes that are portrayed in literature, which is really interesting because she's not a psychologist, she's an English student, but she's still kind of taking that turn on it. And from a psychologist's point of view, I'd also find that super interesting to look at how, like, in fiction is portrayed. Yeah. And you can do it, like, computer science can teach me so much about how I could program, like, studies and things like that. And maths could teach me how to analyse statistics. And so I don't get why there is that such a divide. Like, everything should be mashed together in a way. So do you think... A um, core interdisciplinary unit should be built into everyone's course. That would be really cool, yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it would be too difficult to organise. If everyone does it, it's on everyone's timetable. Yeah. Then I guess it's like, like everyone has Wednesday afternoon off, don't they? So it would be the same thing of like everyone just has Monday from 9 till 12, they do their interdisciplinary Yeah, yeah. And just get given some kind of task that they have to solve. Yeah. And even if it just if it's one task that just lasts a year, it's great work. It's, yeah. it'll be nice. Yeah. And then you'll and then you'll be guaranteed this little core group of people who you know. I mean, there's always the issues of not getting on with your team, but it's just like life. Like you'll end up working with people you don't like Ugh. and you just have to yeah. kinda of deal with it. So yeah. <laughs> But you learn how that's another life skill you learn, right? You learn how to get on with people and you learn how to progress even if you don't mesh well. And yeah. yeah. And I guess over a, if you did it for a year, then you would have enough time to kind of like settle and maybe like arrange things so that you didn't have to interrupt too much, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point. Yeah, of I know. <laughs> Avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this online only based <laughs> interdisciplinary course. We never have to see a human being. <laughs> It'll be amazing. <laughs> a good shout like a first year interdisciplinary mm. court unit maybe it could be like based on bristol like or like linked to the city somehow that'd be really interesting right? yeah that would be so fun and learn stuff we kind of did that in innovation like a lot of our projects sent us into the city to just explore bristol so we did them based in like bristol nature reserves we like so every year in innovation they do a conference at the end of the year they? yeah oh, yes we got invited last year yeah. Wilson went. She said there was free wine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so that's our that's our showcase. Oh okay. 
My bad. Yeah, there was free wine in the showcase, though. <laughs> uh, so the showcases are like portray like our exhibition, basically, of all the projects. So first to, uh, oh no, not postgrad, but first to third year, kind of display what they've done. And then um, the showcase, or no, the conference, sorry, is when all the innovation students from all the years come together and they get set a kind of task. It was almost like a treasure hunt. It was so incredibly exciting because we'd got given like a lanyard with a colour on it and no one knew what colour meant and you were all uh, like randomly allocated into teams and you got to go meet people from places in Bristol, like industries in Bristol, and just they'd like give you a talk on what they do. So we went to We The Curious and one of our lecturers is a like installation artist and him with a lady he'd worked on this project with told us about how they went to Norway and they went on this amazing island and how they built a thing at We The Curious out of it and the lady who runs the exhibitions at We The Curious gave us a talk and it was so That's interesting. Amazing. And we also met a lady from Rolls-Royce who gave us a talk about production lines and that kind of thing. Okay. But everyone went to different places. So some people went to the engine shed, some people went, I can't remember where else there was, but just different like industries and we all got a five pound Bristol Pound, like oh. pound um, to what go for, like a packed lunch. Yeah, to go buy our lunch. It was so nice, and so yeah. But it meant that we'd have to spend it somewhere that took Bristol pounds, and so you Love just learnt about the city. Yeah, and it was just really. And again, meeting people from different years who again then study different subjects. It's just learning stuff, and yeah, it's it was really fun. And years school, the whole university should do stuff. Yeah, like that. it's just coming up more and more. Like the more I speak to students, the more that seems like it ticks so many different boxes mm. like well-being a, fe- a sense of like community um, and then also like on like deeper inverted commas like deeper learning mm. as well because you like it's more of an experience to like go to a lecture and sit in there and then write an essay on a lecture do you know like yeah, you, yeah. You, you live the learning more yeah, yeah absolutely and like uh, when you leave university you're not going to remember probably a single essay that you wrote but you mm. you will remember going to be yeah. curious and meet those people and spending your bristol pound and yeah, you know yeah. so such a richer experience it really is and yeah. i think everyone knows lectures are the worst way to learn like <laughs> They just are. I mean, mm. I've, there's been studies. Um, We've literally got an upcoming podcast called "Shall We Keep Building Lecture Theatres?" Yeah, it's just like I get it, but because it is easier, it's an easy way of delivering information, and it is. I know we're meant to be much more independent in our learning journey and our learning experience, so we are meant to be taking the information we're given and then going and exploring that. But maybe. But from my own experience, there is nothing more boring than sitting and listening to someone talk at you for an hour. Even even the dy- more dynamic lecturers, it must be kind of boring for them because there's oh. no give and take. So then if they haven't got the time to ask questions, they're just trying to cram as much information as they can in the one hour that we get taught by them a week. It's not fun for anyone. No. And so can't we just have a time where, like, book, book three hours but have time for breaks and have time for people to discuss amongst themselves and to talk to the lecturer. And I, I mean, that should definitely be happening. Yeah. It definitely should be happening. It should be, like, built in every 20 minutes, have a break. Yeah. I had this idea the other day, like, every 20 minutes, you just got students to literally move to a different part of the room to sit. <sighs> just a so tiny good. thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it refreshes, it moves your body, refreshes your mind, and you're like, I learned that bit when I was sitting at this angle, and I'll let you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even yeah. that takes nothing. It will take two minutes every, Ooh. and it's, it's, yeah, just tiny little things like that. 
<laughs> we know we've only met twice and both times it's been like this. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we could spend an entire day just sat here talking. Just recording our ramblings. Chatting on. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any exciting future projects coming up? So you said about your student fellows. That's quite exciting. Yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so they're all starting in October. Mm. Um, totally. So our last one's finished in July, and then our new one has not start to October. And I've missed having students in the office so much because it just such a breath of fresh air. Oh, they're so fun, and we have such a good time, and it's just great to like. Because our whole jobs, we we're doing this for. Well, I feel like I'm just doing it for students, mm. and then. And so when you go like months without spending time with students, obviously I've like hung out with you a couple of times, yeah. but um, the rest of the time I'm not. And it's just like, you're just away from the, the people that you're doing it before. So, so I really can't wait till they start and they do their exciting new projects. What else have we got coming up? What's on the podcast coming up? Um, you know what? This stuff happens. I hate it when people do this, but there is stuff in the pipeline, but I actually <laughs> can't talk about it because I don't know how much is like. It's fine under wraps or not it's like um it's a watch this space situation Ooh. i know oh, i know i know just lead us with suspension and then yeah. we'll have to keep checking back there's um so we've got a new pre-vice chancellor for education tansy yeah. um and she used to be a built babe an official built babe <laughs> she was our visiting professor um but and then now she's a PPC, and so she's she, you know, she's our home girl. Like you're gonna mix things ho- up, hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. But I can't give like I don't know, you know, nothing set, nothing set in stone. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I realise I never asked you. You said about like no one told you to do a podcast, but you just yeah. did one. So why did you do a podcast? Why why did you decide that's what you wanted to do? Because podcasts are cool, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I listen to podcasts, we talked about this before, but yeah. like, we both love podca- podcasts, yeah, yeah. and I listen, I just think, I could do that, you know, I'm really good at chatting on, <laughs> <laughs> and why not, someone just walk past and pull right in front of your face at us, um, and, uh, <laughs> and so I just thought, why don't I do one at work, like, because yeah. then they can buy some equipment, and I think people will be interested, Um so before I did the podcast we had well we still do have loads of people write blogs mm-hmm. um and then I just thought this is like another way for people to interact in a like semi-informal way that isn't like super academic like yeah. it's just a way for people to, to listen and obviously we 100% would have anyone come on the podcast who wanted to come on and to talk about whatever it's like a totally an open doors for anyone um so I just thought it would be fun basically yeah In- innovative yeah and, <laughs> and fun yeah yeah nice that's a good reason thank I like you it. and podcasts are cool yeah everyone should no not everyone should do one because we'll get lost in the sea of podcasts yeah and then less people listen to our yeah, podcast that's true but everyone should just listen to podcasts i've got a question for you yeah what what in your ideal world would be like the big plan from your podcast oh Oh, like, that's a good question. Just dream world. <laughs> <laughs> my my dream would be to inspire everyone and make everyone love what they do, which I know is the name of my podcast, so I'm trying to think of a better way of phrasing it. I just want people to be super excited about what they study. Oh. <laughs> that's what I want. Okay, so is your podcast more aimed at students or staff? 
bit of both. Okay. So it it started being aimed at students because that's who I spent all my time around. But then the more I started to interview lecturers, the more it started becoming applicable to everyone. Yeah. Because the people I spoke to, I, I wanted to talk to people who studied different things and how they enjoyed what they studied. But because I started talking to people who are primarily teachers, they were then telling me about how they enjoyed teaching. And I was like, this is inspiring for all the other people. Yeah. For all the people who might have to do a lecture once a week as part of their job role, but they're primarily researchers, to just engage in it and yeah. enjoy it. And then if they enjoy doing lectures, the students will enjoy learning from their lectures. Yeah. Then the students will enjoy doing what they study. Yeah. And then everyone loves everything. Ah. And that's the best, that'll be the best thing. I just, yeah, it's I like... It mainly came because I've been sat in lectures or in group projects and we've had to do something weird. <laughs> I say weird. Like innovation, we do a lot of what would maybe be considered controversial things. So just like we spent a whole lesson playing with Lego. That's not particularly academic, but it was engaging and I learned stuff. And I think coming at things with an open mind and yeah. an open heart, but with an open mind. That so fucks it out again. <laughs> but like, just to just, because some like students were kind of like, this is a waste of my time. Like, what am I even learning doing this? You don't know. You might learn something. Like the lecturer is teaching you this for a reason. They think yeah. it's going to be good for you. Mm. So just come at it. If you think it's rubbish, fine. But give a reason for it. You know, like look at it critically which now I really am starting to sound like a lecturer, but like, <laughs> look at it critically and then work out why you You're don't like it. this for a reason. Exactly. But yeah, you know what I mean? And and just go at everything. Because again, we're paying a lot of money for these opportunities as well. Mm. And if we don't take them, you're going to leave and regret not grasping every opportunity that's yeah. thrown away. So just engage it and love it and find a way that works for you and find a way you can enjoy it and that's what I want everyone to do. I don't want people turning up to the lectures because they feel they have to do. I don't want people to be at university because they feel they have to be there. Yeah. I want people to be here because they want to be here. And Do you want to impassion people? Yeah. I don't know if that's a word, but... I'm going to take it. I, that's what I want to do as well. Yeah. We're kindred spirits in that way. Oh, yeah. I feel like <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I have one more question. Yeah. Are you going to invite students on your podcast? I might do, I don't know. Why any maybe? I didn't really think about it. I, I'd well, never... now you are. Now I'm thinking about Can it. Can you invite our student fellows on your podcast? I can invite my, stu my student fellows? Your <laughs> no, student mine. <laughs> your student fellows? Yeah, that would be interesting. Because they're kind of seeing both sides. Yeah, that would like be... you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can do that. Okay, amazing. <laughs> that would be good. Awesome. I don't have any more questions. No, maybe we should wrap this up. Okay. It's a very long podcast. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it anyway. I have too. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we should do another one, but like at Christmas, just before and we can talk about the first term and what's Ooh. happened. And then I can maybe divulge some of the like the changes that have happened. Oh, yeah. And you can talk about your first term and second year. And the reception to my podcast. Yeah. And see yeah. whether people actually like it. Because it isn't out yet. So we're recording this in September, but this might not come out until, I don't know, I'm doing it every other week. So what is this? This is number 16 for me. Is it? Yeah. I guess thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank, thanks, Amy, for giving some time. Thanks, Jess. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed it. 
Um, if you want to be on a podcast, you can either be on Jess's podcast. Yeah. You've got to love what you do, though, if you're on Jess's. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't want any naysayers. No. I'm like... um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Anyone <laughs> can be on it. <laughs> um, and also, you can be on the Built podcast, but it probably won't be like this. It'll be more talking about something <laughs> specific. <laughs> Less rumbling. <laughs> more specific chat. So um, just get in touch with either of us. Yeah, by, um, via the Twitter. I'm going to say, I'm going to plug my Twitter at LWID underscore UOB. And um, <laughs> we're Bill Online. B-I-L-T online. Bill Online, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. All right. We're getting delirious now. Yeah, We've been in yeah. this room too long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.